folks. Welcome back. This is Elgin. Elgin Straight, in case you didn't know. Uh, we are here with part two of my interview with Lillian Holdis. I hope you listened to part one. This is a long one. The previous one was also a long one with Lillian. I spoke to Lillian for nearly four hours. So I'm not going to say a lot here, but I got a few things to say at the end. And if you don't stick around until the end, I won't hold that against you. But one thing I want to say is that the next episode, which should come out in two weeks after this one, is another European second generation unification church story. And it's a really fucking good one. It's a very special one. It's the second time that I had a guest come to my house and we recorded around my kitchen table. And it was awesome for many, many fucking reasons. So don't miss that one. Everyone should come back for that in two weeks. Um, and I wanted to say that up front instead of later on. One thing before we get into this part of the tape, Lillian wanted to send a clarifying voice note regarding some of the topics that were discussed in the first half of the interview. So I'm going to play that now, and you will actually hear a few of these throughout the course of this interview. Uh, here it is with Lillian. Also, when my mom was uh, witnessing in Bulgaria, that was actually quite dangerous at the time during the communist regime because religion and like any stuff like that was very like forbidden actually and yeah also when she was fundraising in america she did uh get a gun pulled towards her forehead at some crazy guy's house while selling door to door and also she got police called on her uh, after fundraising at a mcdonald's or something because they didn't like that she was fundraising there and then she got chased by the police uh, with like police dogs and everything and somehow managed to hide underneath a house and get away from it luckily <laughs> so yeah it's really dangerous actually what the first gens had to go through and really horrible Yep, that shit was horrible. Um, that's the end of that voice note, uh, obviously. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the real proper second half of the interview. Talk to you later. Peace. Yeah, I ended up choosing myself. So, But I remember being like sad because I chose myself because I was like, oh, but I didn't like get get mood moons like god choosing thing yeah and then (laughs) and then my mom like after my blessing book she says like yeah it's your fault because you uh, chose wrong and like because god wasn't with you enough and like oh my god she's she's wow so are are your parents still in yeah yeah okay (laughs) what what about your siblings uh uh, yeah uh, half of them yeah wow not all of them yeah yeah so yeah okay it's like that yeah Yeah. my mom yeah yeah she like some korean member like made her like or like in advise her to take something that's called like moxa like growing up which is kind it's like a herbal treatment chinese herbal treatment plant okay like you kind of put like pyramids and then like on like rocks so she'd like take that to deal with anxiety because I think my mom was actually okay. like struggling with like mental health. Okay. Uh, growing up, 
<laughs> probably because she was like in a cult for yeah. 30 or 40 years <laughs> 40 years and then uh yeah and then they were like yeah you just the, so the korean leaders like gave her like a bag of this herb and then yeah i googled it apparently it's kind of like health or like anxiety relieving but it also has like hallucinogenic effects or something okay wow never heard of it and she always did it in this like unventilated room or something but i grew up and my mom would just tell me about like spiritual stuff and be like oh yeah there was like a monster that came out of your brother when he came home from a party and jumped on me and attacked me and like Whoa. i don't know like say all these like crazy stuff Wow. and like uh oh yeah and i slept in the same room as my parents so like be like like yeah like my mom would just like in the middle of the night be like you hear the dead ancestors walking up the stairs now and like and then me like as a little kid I'm like "Ah," like like not being able to sleep Uh, I had a lot of like sleep problems because my mom would like tell me like scary she would really like try to ingrain that like spiritual world exists and like Mm. you should be terrified of it and (laughs) and like just terrifying me from like a kid and like mm. I just my bedtime story was like yeah ghosts and monsters and spirits are real and like okay go to sleep oh. now eight-year-old daughter <laughs> like, god <laughs> yeah oh so my god I had a lot of like sleep problems growing up yeah. and like sleep paralysis and like Jesus. yeah uh, and yeah and just like <laughs> like nighttime was a scary time it's not yeah so like e- eating is fraught with anxiety sleeping is fraught with anxiety those are two pretty foundational parts of being a human that are uh damaged by this environment yeah yeah exactly they're like they shame you so much for sleeping growing up yeah it's true you're right they'd always be like oh moon only sleeps for three hours to do this and like why didn't you know we saw you we saw you nodding off during pledge you're you know yeah. that's satan invading you like yeah you're right that happened all the time i hadn't thought about that yeah and always feeling like shameful because you slept like a little longer than yeah. like but like when you're kids and teenagers you're supposed to sleep more you're supposed to sleep like 12 hours and like yes a lot and yeah. then and then every like i'll go to school every year and then in the summer holiday i won't get a break i'll either have to deliver newspapers yeah. or I'll have to go to Champyong the whole summer holiday. Yeah. I, so that, I, that was my, my choices. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, like I, I see this as a parent now with my son, like by the mm-hmm. time, by the time summer vacation rolls around or, or winter vacation, you know, Christmas break rolls around, he's exhausted. He's, he's mm-hmm. tired. He needs a break. He, yeah. like, he needs an actual break. Uh, yeah and that's what he gets during Mm. those during those times but yeah you're right you didn't get any of that it was just like Mm. hold on just all the time yeah oh yeah like some programs you have to earn money for the moonies yeah like yeah and then champion and like champion for like those who don't know what like you go there as a teenager for like some summer workshop and it has to be 40 days and you're not allowed to leave the place within those 40 days there's like guards and gates and like and, the, and cameras everywhere so you're constantly being watched and uh, you're not allowed to leave the place but yeah i guess we were kids but even as an adult you're not allowed to leave the place yeah <laughs> and they're like watching you <laughs> so but yeah anyways and then uh, and then you we would we would only get like four or five hours of sleep yeah 
and I was like, we were like, I was 12 years old and like 13 years old. Horrible. So I sent her like four years in a row or something. So my whole summer wow. holiday would be 40 days in Champion. And then I'll be like, okay, we just have to survive this. I'll like tell my sister and like my friends. And I'll be like, and then the end I'll be like jokingly saying like, Haha, we're like zombies now. <laughs> because we'll just like have so oh. much lack of sleep. And then, yeah, and you're not allowed to like lie down ever. And every time if you like lie down on the floor, they're like, oh, no, you're not allowed to lie down. And like, mm. so you're just going through 40 days with so much sleep deprivation as a teenager yeah and yeah that's right that's so, wow yeah and then they're in the end the, the workshop leader his last name was also moon yeah he's like he worked in the korean military he was like a general before okay wow so he right. was like really like trying to make it really hardcore like you have to sit mm. still and you're not allowed to move and we have to read this autobiography again and again and divine principle and you just like sit there for like hours every day and then read the divine principle and then and then the slapping session where you're like hit your mm. own body yeah the ansu yeah and then the ansu it lasts like before it used to last two hours when That's i was good. there yeah i remember them being like multi-hour sessions yeah it used to last two hours and used to be three times a day yeah. I remember just feeling like it was like torture, like mental torture. Yeah. And then now they kind of realize like ah it's a bit much. And then so now it's like one hour and fifteen minutes because I check okay. the time and I look at the watch all the time <laughs> being there and wow. like when is this over? <laughs> this is so like I think I have like little ADHD, so it's like torture to be like sitting in a room mm. just like doing one thing over and over and like yeah. I don't know. And like nothing, yeah. And then, <laughs> oh my god, it's so crazy, Champion. Wow. And then everybody's just sleep deprived. Everybody just gets cranky and like out of like mood swings and like yeah, get into like arguments. So I don't know. Like one <laughs> when I was there once time, a lady she threatened a pregnant lady to like push her down the stairs and stuff. People get like so like out of balance and like sleep deprived and, but that's because she couldn't have kids and then the church they shamed those women so yeah. much uh to the point that she threatened a woman who was pregnant yeah because she's like so jealous of the woman oh. and just so mad that's horrible yeah and she wanted to feel a part of the pregnant woman so she would like change in their room and then the japanese strict japanese lady she's like no you can't change here and then uh, yeah, and then she, I got mad, and yeah, like people do stuff weird. God, so, that's horrible. Like, like get agitated for no reason. Yeah, and it's kind of like, and then and there's some like mentally ill people as well sprinkled mm. in, like because they they believe that your mental illness will become cured. Somehow. Yeah, they think it's going to get cured over there, right? Let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah. It, where it doesn't work. Yeah, so you just send these randomly mental ill people sprinkled in so then every now and then some like chaotic stuff would happen like like one girl in the workshop she went into the toilet and then this mentally ill lady locked the toilet and was like screaming and shouting and banging on her stall and like and like turn off the light and was like screaming like a monster oh it's horrible but i happened to walk past i was like i was like oh my god what's going on in there and like trying to shake the door handle and then and my brother like 
really strongly knocked on the door to like help the girl out and and like scared the lady i guess it was like some mentally ill asian lady and then yeah and there's so many japanese people there and they're like really hardcore (laughs) they're like really like hardcore the japanese workshop is way more hardcore than is it is it is it like it's more intense than the than the westerners yeah than the korean and the westerners really yeah they say more hardcore stuff and and like yeah and ren robots one day they were talking about how they like invited that one lady up on the stage and then she like told how she she proudly told how she like loaned money from the Japanese mafia to I don't know what that's called again but yeah to like give to the church no like in praising that yeah so I was like oh my god lone shark yeah I was like that's so disgusting yeah, oh not the God. not the loan shark, but like the jacuzza. Yeah, jacuzza. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess it's the same. Market, but it's the same, yeah. same, thing, same, oh, yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is so crazy. Oh, my God. It's just sickening to hear. Whoa. Like how they're so obsessed with money. But yeah, I've seen. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I've spent so much time in Champyong and. I've seen the progression over time. It just keeps on becoming a new building yeah. every year. And they have so much money to make buildings and stuff. Yeah. And now, like, Hakshahan, I don't know. I guess she's kind of, like, I kind of look, I think she's kind of been, like, abused by Moon for so many years. Yeah. And now she only puts, like, pictures of herself and a statue of herself. So I'm not, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, is she, like, I weird? think she's kind of rewriting history a bit and like putting herself at the center and kind yeah. of like writing moon writing her 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 husband out of it that's kind of what it feels like to me she's yeah now she, now they force everybody to read her autobiography and the only oh really her. yeah <laughs> oh man yeah can, can i ask you a question i was just thinking about this if when you were so if you went to Chungpyong 16 times let's call it 16 times um and let's say you went with half your let's say three of you and two other siblings went on average so three of you went mm. plus i guess your mother would go as well so yeah, she went even more my mom went so okay much. so yeah. four, four people um it, how much money would each of you spend on that oh yeah yeah so 21 days it's uh, 7,000 kroner which is like I usually remove a zero to okay. American so it's like, like $700 yeah because 10 kroner is $1 about okay. now so, so this $700 per person yeah for 21 days okay and then so and that's cheaper than usual because it's a package okay so it's usually a little bit more so it's kind okay. of like a monthly rent if you're there for like 40 days. Yeah. You pay like what you pay for rent maybe or more okay. or like rent and food. Okay. So it's like for 40 days, it's like double. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm just, gonna, little... I, I, I'm pulling a calculator out here. I just want mm. to see this. So let's say you did 700, let's say for argument's sake, you did $700 per person. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's, that's like just sort of like, 
your fee to be there and take part in the workshop. But do you have to pay? You had to pay. Did you have to pay more for other things like liberating ancestors or like wish papers or stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, they're always like showing the PowerPoint of like, yeah, your ancestors are in hell and they're waiting for you to pay money to so that they can be saved out of hell and like. Yeah, and then every day you go to the prayer temple and you see people putting envelopes of money inside, just like every day. Like, so there's always okay. like encouragement of like giving more money. Yeah, and then, then I would usually just want to buy like stuff from the store. I was like, well, yeah. I'm contributing by buying ice cream, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to like spend my. I was like, I, I was like, I'm young. I don't have any money. Like, I already grew up so poor and like, yeah, had to deliver newspapers. <laughs> so I would not like. I think once I paid for a wish, because they make you. Oh yeah, they always tell you you can make a wish, which is like a mm. hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 And it's like I don't know. I to get the new. I don't know. It's like to, you write something and you're like, I wish for. Getting know. a new blessing, or I don't know, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like some people wish for more money, which is ironic. Yeah, just, like, yeah, giving. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. All the Japanese uh, people are writing wishes. The Japanese love to wish for money on the wishes. Wow! So they're writing unbelievable to get money, but then they're like spending, spending so money much money there on the wish. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then, that uh, is that is wild. Um. I, um, I just, I'm just doing, I just want to, so do you, if you were paying $700 per person, do you have a sense of like, if you added up the other stuff that they're asking for per trip, like across your family, do you have a sense of like how much your family would be spending per trip? Yeah, a lot. (laughs) Okay. Probably a lot. So, yeah, because in Norway, you don't have to pay for like school and and like healthcare and I don't know so I guess all our extra money went for that I don't know how yeah. people do it in other countries because they have yeah. to pay for like all these other extra stuff yeah of course we get taxed but like yeah. other countries also get taxed yeah but uh, yeah so yes yeah, so <laughs> okay yeah I'm, I'm just but yeah they I'm... live really poor my parents yeah. like always with the cheapest stuff my mom would mm. only buy stuff on sale and yeah and never renovate anything. Everything just gets worn down. Mm. Like toilets been leaking for like ten years, and the door mm. handle still broken for ten years. And like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if we, I just again, uh, kind of comes in a time here. Um, yeah. Just, I, I want to get a sense of like when and how you left. The, the the church i'd love to kind of hear about that yeah yeah so yeah it started with like my blessing breaking yeah because i was in this relationship and then i was encouraged by my mom to move as soon as possible to germany to be with him okay. uh, so when i was 19 just after i graduated high school i moved to his place and to his family's house okay. <laughs> and lived there a bit uh, yeah yeah and then uh, uh yeah and then his family was kind of like hostile towards me and they're like oh you because he told them like yeah she kind of doesn't like me and then they got all like mad about it mm. but then I was like giving it a shot because my mom was so pushy and like yeah 
to and also they tell you like you'll go to hell if your blessing breaks mm-hmm. and like you'll be looked upon as like this like second class citizen person yep. <laughs> like yep. like and you don't deserve like respect anymore because you're mm-hmm. divorced like yeah absolutely oh yeah 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 your go your 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 social worth plummets yeah uh, yeah so divorced. yeah yeah so i still like tried to like make like yeah and then I was like okay I guess it's kind of I love traveling and like other cultures and so I guess I was like oh well I guess it's an experience it's a positive way to look at it yeah 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 going like yeah instead of like being encouraged to like get a summer job or like apply for university it was like move to your husband in Germany (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah because you yeah yeah like the people the people that aren't in this cult like they they go get by like the european rail pass and just take the take the train around europe for a summer that's what yeah yeah like do fun stuff yeah yeah and i never was like on parties and growing up and or like invited to anything Mm. it's like i just had like kind of my introverted life drawing and playing video games with my Mm. my brothers had like memberships so like world of warcraft and stuff Huh. I was like really addicted to video games <laughs> for a period, <laughs> just like inside, like not socializing with any, anybody. Yeah. And that was like encouraged. It was like, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like safe. You were safe from the outside world if you were, yeah, doing just, that. Just sit inside uh, like a plank, just on a chair, and don't do anything because anything can be a sin and yeah. you might go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also my parents were like really always like trying to decide what I was gonna study and like what I career mm. I should choose yeah and then my mom was always like oh no don't become when I was a kid I was like I want to become ballerina and I was like no ballerinas wear short skirts and dance with boys unmarried and like and then I was oh. like oh okay and then I was like oh yeah I want to become like I don't know like a nurse and then my mom was like no nurses they sleep a lot around with like other doctors or something I don't know like I don't know what anything anything would become like discouraged so I was like just like okay yes I'll just yeah so everything was discouraged and I was like okay I'll just do whatever I want to then because it's like everything is apparently oh yeah or like I was like I want to become a hairdresser and it's like no then you like touch men's hair and like wow um, and like I don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) or like I don't know like chemicals and and superficial stuff like, wow, like uh, yeah everything everything yeah. is wrong for something yeah reason. everything's wrong and yeah yeah so I did like creative study even though my mom was like no art and creative is like uh, sinful because I don't know I guess back in the days <laughs> like they did a lot of drugs and stuff in like creative fields I, I, I guess yes. so yeah like, okay <laughs> yeah I mean you like, could, yeah was it like yeah I mean creative inspiration no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah anyways and then uh yeah yeah and then I moved to Germany uh, and lived with his yeah. family his family was kind of hostile to me yeah the whole time I was there there was the guy I was blessed to the sister hated me and she decided to just never speak to me for like four years wow because every time okay. I tried to initiate a conversation she was just like not she just ignore me and you're living in the same house living in the same house like living on eggshells just like oh my oh. god and then the mom she was like oh you're just doing nothing and then so every morning she'll like make me like clean the house for four hours a day 
and then uh, and be really strict about it. Like I'll just voluntarily do the dishes, and then I'll walk upstairs to like just lie down or something, relax to my room that I stayed in, and then and then she'll be like, she'd call me down and be like, "You forgot a glass. This glass is on the table." You forgot this glass. You think I'm just gonna come after you and put it in the dishwasher for you, and like, like, it's like oh, some real like yeah. Cinderella type yeah. of shit. Like it's I was like, there new like house, yeah, to, like opera or something. Like yeah, I was like there to like, and then I was like ironing their clothes a lot, like just standing oh, there, like, man. and then, and then the mom kept on being we- like, "No, you have to do it this way," and like, oh, I, like mop the floor, and she like check the floor and she'd be like no there's a spot there and like yeah it just it was like hell <laughs> like i hate that it is hell that so sucks I, yeah it'd break down a lot and then tell the guy i was with be like yeah i don't want to stay here anymore i want to go back to norway and then he'll be like no why what's the problem and i'm like yeah i don't think your mom likes me and then he's like what and like gaslight me completely like just yeah. like of course she doesn't. what do you mean like She's trying so hard. I don't know. Anyway, and then, mm. yeah, and he wasn't nice to me either. Like, especially in the end of the relationship, he just every day he would tell me like that I'm stupid and and just like I'm gonna become a worthless, unemployed person. Like and like Dude, like like oh my god, like you're so like pathetic, kind of like that. Just giving me this image and always telling me like I'm doing stuff wrong. Like I clean the toilet and then he'll do what his mom did and be like inspecting the toilet and be like, this is not clean enough. And like, I don't know, like I was like, is my life just like going to be like cleaning servant? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> nothing about it my talents like, or what I want. It sounds like become. that's what they wanted. Uh, yeah. From you. <laughs> yes. That's bullshit. It's so, so sickening to yeah. just think that I was in the situation. Yeah. Oh. And like his family was kind of hostile towards me. The dad owned like a restaurant, uh, which was started as a mission in Germany. Okay. Because he had done like in catering industry before he joined the church. Okay. So then, or like in like a boat cruise, like with restaurant stuff. So then they were like, yeah, you can start a restaurant and then make all the members like work. And then, yeah, give yep. like profits to the church. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, to our conversation earlier. If you have a skill, they'll they'll find a way to exploit it. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah so yeah so all the members in the community they all almost everyone had like their dad working in that restaurant so it was like okay wow. so it was, it was like this weird dynamic where like all my ex's friend like the guy I was with bless with all his friends were like their parents were working for his dad yeah so it's like if he was an asshole like they're most likely not tell him to his face yeah so just be like in this like yeah (laughs) free pass to be an asshole to everyone (laughs) yeah i don't know but yeah he had a really opposite personality on mine it was just it's like the kryptonite to my personality it was was like destructive for me to be in a relationship with him okay and uh, yeah i just got so depressed and like towards the end of relationship and i came to germany because i just wanted to take an exchange semester because I I went back to Norway started the study I wanted to because studying is free in Norway so it's like yeah. why not and then uh, so I chose the study I wanted to do and then I came back to 
for an exchange semester because we had a partner university which was mm. studied product design and then uh, which I was very passionate about mm. still really like product design and then uh, the university was like yeah you could do like projects and like I don't know in Germany everything's like car industry and stuff mm. so it was like yeah you can do like advertise like yeah you can do like projects like design for bmw and then design the interior colors of the bmw yeah so you could do like actual projects mm. for companies and stuff so i was like oh cool anyways and then yeah and then i went to germany and i had problem with like an anxiety disorder which i didn't okay. really know that i had at the time it was like kind of sneaking up but due to because when you get like anxiety disorders or like some mental illness it's because of like abuse and stuff you experience in your childhood will most likely show up in your 20s like so mm. I was like in my 20s yeah like okay. 23 and I started getting symptoms because of all the crazy stuff <laughs> growing up yeah multiple times going champion and like yeah like like human rights abuses like mm-hmm. <laughs> like having your decisions taken away from you and and like being like highly manipulated my whole childhood yeah but yeah I started getting like symptoms of like anxiety disorder and like panic attacks all the time so then and then my boyfriend the guy I was with blessed to he also like was so abusive at that time and it just got to the point where I couldn't leave the apartment anymore mm-hmm. because I would get panic attacks as soon as I left the apartment. Yeah. And then, so yeah, and then I was, was like, oh, I guess I have agoraphobia now. So I'm just, I'm scared of leaving the house. I had like chronic stress. And then, uh, yeah, and like, and that like never really went away. I just have been struggling with it until now. Oh. And then, and then when I started getting like real panic attacks, uh, because and then my boyfriend, no, the guy I call him, my the guy I was blessed to, yeah. he started realizing that I was stressed about going outside, so he would yeah. purposely make like really long road trip plans and mm. like all these activity plans, Jesus. and then uh, I would just get all panicked, attacked in the car, and I was just struggling so much with my mental health and. Uh, yeah <laughs> wow yeah and then uh and then I told him like that I'm stressed all the time and like I struggle with anxiety and then when I told him that he was like he's like ew like what's wrong with you like like you're such a weird person and like kind of just the most he didn't have any empathy the guy That's... was to which is kind of like a little like psychopathic like like if there's the one thing you want from someone you're married to it's like just (laughs) to listen to you when you're explaining that and yeah yeah. and you want them to have like empathy yeah exactly jesus no empathy at all like absolutely no empathy like a robot but it's like i understand he also was raised in the church so yeah maybe he also like got messed up in that way like that he just yeah. was like robotic and unempathetic yeah and also like oh. mixed in with all this like weird church stuff whereas like yeah i don't know <laughs> but yeah it's like sometimes i'm like because the male 
males in the church kind of aspired to be like Moon. But Moon is a narcissist. He's like yeah. manipulative con person yeah. that would right. only yeah. like narcissists, like they only they use you as much as they can. Yeah. And then when you are not able to do anymore, when they and they try to take as much money, yeah. they use you as much as possible. And then when you're useless to them because you're like destroyed because of your mental health or something they'll like spit you out and they'll be like oh yeah. i have no it's like the discard they discard you and they tell yeah. you it's because you're weak yeah they uh, tell you it's your fault and like yeah, yeah. so that's what yeah. the church does the members like they use yeah. them use them use them and then they're just there with no job money and like yeah. no career because yeah. they spent all their life in the church yeah and then they just are like like helpless <laughs> mm. from discarded people like, yeah. yeah which like i see like with every cult that exists yeah. it becomes like that and yeah. it's sad in america like there's no like i don't know i just saw like a youtube video where the girl became like homeless after leaving the cult and mm-hmm. so sad and I, I was like shocked i was like yeah like sad to think that could be me yeah. because because of my anxiety disorder i can't work Mm. and i had like ptsd from just the shock of everything yeah yeah and yeah my the guy i was blessed to he was like you disgusting you're something is wrong with you and you're sick and like you're so he was like i don't want to be with you kind of like that and like wow okay yeah, and I was like going to church psychologist there was like a like church psychologist oh, in Europe. they're they're the worst yeah <laughs> they're the fucking worst i know yeah. Yeah, i've I've met the, i've met some of these people there's there was one one woman who did that in england and like she was she was like meant to be like a church therapist um and mm. people like couples would go to her with problems uh and it was meant to be be confidential uh mm. like well first of all and she she had no qualifications to be doing this by the way yeah she, then, she didn't she hadn't studied yeah, it yeah yeah <laughs> I, I wonder if, is it this wait was this woman in england the person that that you saw or were, were they in norway she lives in denmark oh, okay it's not the same yeah. person then it's not the same yeah. person but she this woman at the one who was doing this in england couples were couples would go to her for therapy and then she would go and talk to other people about what was discussed in the therapy and be like oh yeah these guys are oh. really struggling with this. Can you go try and help them out with that? Um, oh. that's oh, yeah, what, like spread the she would like spread all this confidential shit oh, because she thought it was like helpful. It's like the number one rule, like psychology. I know. Yeah. To... Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. But yeah, they don't have a degree. They don't have a license. No, no they, they're, they're not qualified. They just self-proclaim themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the one in Denmark was okay. She, she was, she had read some books at least. She was more, they are more like motivational coaches. They go okay. in that category. Okay. Or like a mental health coach or something. Okay. They're not psychologists or therapists. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. She was okay. And she kind of made me realize that like everything was fucked up in my life. And the guy was with, like, I self realized through talking okay. to her. I was like, okay. oh my God. Like, yeah. So then I was like, yeah, I have to break up this relationship. It's okay. like destroying me. It's making me depressed. Okay. Like, it, like it, this is not from god this relationship it's yeah. just destroying me uh, and it's so fucked up because they're like yeah this person is chosen to you by god and yeah. he's the right person for you i was like does god want me to be like miserable and like suicidal and like i'm just like like i not want to live anymore and just like depressed and no confidence <laughs> yeah hey folks it's elgin in the editing room here 
Lillian has kindly provided another voice note, which adds a bit more context and color to the whole Cinderella-ness of this time in her life. Uh, here it is. Enjoy, I don't think is the right word for this, but thank you, Lillian, for contributing and rounding out the story. Here it is. Yeah, another story, like, of just to paint a picture of how crazy it was, at, like, with the mother-in-law and living in that house. In their house with them and their son uh yeah the like like one moment was like like other than the cleaning stuff they would always talk really rude to me they would never want to i'm i was 19 in a foreign country i didn't know anything i didn't know the language everything was in german and they didn't want to help me like they were like really annoyed if I asked them where the bus was or which bus to take and just like anything that was like to help me was such a burden for them just oh my god I can't believe Lillian's asking for help and then uh, yeah and then like moments once like uh, I was like called down and uh, like the mom was standing there looking pissed and the son was like just backing up his mom uh yeah and then uh, and then the mom just suddenly was like you're like a fallen eve you're uh, you don't really know the divine principle and you don't really practice it it's not in your heart uh even though i had been a lot of times in champion and they had been reading divine principle again and again and again because that's what they do in champion they just the all the free time you have during the day you're reading the divine principle so i was just like oh but i have heard it a lot of times they're like no you have never read it on your own by yourself and like and just like gaslighting me and saying like that i don't know the divine principle enough and just uh and like yelling at me she was just yelling me and telling me like you're like falling even you think you're so good but you're not and just like for no like out of the blue I had no idea what was going on and uh, like zero chill and just like I didn't even know what it was about they're just trying to like frame that I'm like horrible person for no reason probably because she, she realized she's been using me a lot so she's like suddenly trying to turn it around and be like, no, you're the evil person and you're the bad person. Uh, anyways, and then this, the guy I was blessed to was just backing up his mama, his dear mama. And they're Italian. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I just remember crying and wanting to leave and, and they held my arm tightly and was like, no, you're not allowed to leave. And the son also, like the guy I was blessed to, also was like, no, we're going to stand here and continue screaming abusive stuff at you. And, and that just freaked me out even more. And I just remember like bawling out in tears and being like, and I had nowhere to escape because it's their house. And I wish I just followed my intuition and was just like, fuck you guys. And just left that place, went back to Norway, broke off the relationship because that's not okay. Like your spouse is not supposed to like back up somebody who's abusing you and then make sure you're being abused and like holding you there. Just like fucked up 
fucking me up mentally. And yeah, and then also like when my mental health was declining, they um, found out, I guess, because I like told them or something. Like I told my, the guy I was blessed to, and then he told his mom. And then the mom like straight away like plotted this thing where she went to the church psychologist trash talked me just the whole time she was there to the church psychologist saying like oh i'm so evil and so bad and i'm ruining everything and <laughs> and i'm like by what by helping you clean anyways she basically went there tried to frame me as the evil person i ruined her life by being so helpful and cleaning and being a shy 19 year old that doesn't know anything Anyways, and then, so I didn't know that. I didn't know that they did, that the mom did that beforehand. So I went to the church psychologist. She was, like, trying to ruin my therapy, make sure that I was being gaslighted by the therapist as well, trying to think that she was thinking she's so smart and that the therapist won't pick up on her craziness and think I don't know. Anyways, she was trying to frame it like against me. Anyways, I went there and I did actually get help from that church psychologist because she actually had read some books. She wasn't a real psychologist, but she was kind of like a life coach, therapist lady. Uh, and she did see through that bullshit and she did actually tell me about it and I was just shocked. Like, who is crazy enough to do that kind of shit? against their daughter-in-law and just like sickened and of course I broke off the blessing or like I didn't break off the blessing but I pretty much was like done with that relationship that family that everything and just sickened how I was in a relationship which I was not happy in for five years just because the church pressures you and tells you you're gonna go to hell if you don't like, you're not allowed to listen to your intuition. You have to go against your intuition. Keep yourself in uncomfortable situations. You have to go through hell. Because that's good. That's what the church teaches you. Instead of just following... I wouldn't be struggling this much with my mental health if it, if it wasn't for this, like, bullshit thing that they teach in the church. Like, to go against your t- intuition and keep yourself miserable and stuff. And, yeah, and stay in, like, miserable relationships. I would not be in this situation. So fuck the Unification Church. To the moon and back. Fuck them to the moon and back. Folks, Elgin again in the editing room. That is the end of that particular voice note from Lillian. I could not have said it better myself. Fuck them to the moon and back. Uh, Lisa Cohn, if you're listening, maybe you should uh, write a write a sequel to your book that is called Fuck Them to the Moon and Back. Uh, now let's get back to the interview itself. Yeah, that's, that's a really I, like I, I don't know if people people who haven't lived through this can really understand mm. how hard it is to make that decision uh, to to be like no this is th- this is toxic and I need to end it uh, when yes. when you've been told from the very beginning of your life that your only your only value is whether or not you can make that relationship work. Um, yeah exactly it's like you're so brainwashed into thinking like it's so important for you to keep that relationship 
mm. which is so messed up because when I hear about Nansuk, uh, mm. Nansuk Moon Hong, ah, Hong, 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 oh yeah, Hong, yeah, Nansuk, she like I just realized how messed up she's like groomed into this movement to like never stand up for herself and really is like sacrificing and just like take abuse. Yeah. Like that's what you get groomed to in the mini movement to just yeah. never stand up for yourself and just like to become this like puppet that's just supposed to like serve and work and give all your and like never think critically. Yeah. You don't follow your intuition. You're told no. to reject your intuition and be like, Oh, I feel sad now. And you're like, no, like, that's wrong like you're always like gaslighting yourself yeah so it's just like a recipe for like mental illness or just like Mm. not living like to your true self at all you're just living this yeah Uh, just like such an unhealthy way yeah and like yeah then what happened in dancing so messed when i saw her her video Mm. i realized like oh my god this church is really just so messed up so did you did you watch that like kind of when your relationship was ending with this this guy yeah i watched it like towards the like before i left the church okay that was like a big point yeah i saw that video on youtube and i was like oh my god she was like groomed in this church to like praise this husband which was like the messiah's son and she was so abused by him to the point where he like he nearly killed her and then she was like oh my god i have to leave it this mm. relationship <laughs> which is like so messed up that you're like i don't know it's just so messed up mm-hmm. yeah but yeah anyways but of course yeah yeah it's like yeah and also like i think a lot of like second gen um yeah i feel like they got blessed too young or like they never Big got time. to explore like life like have friends they're encouraged not to be social and like you just feel like you missed out on a lot of your like youth and just like being free and learning and instead you're like learning about life learning about love and relationship and like about and just like integrating into the culture and society you live to yeah like i live in a small country in norway and it's so important to actually integrate to like when you live in like small um, or any country like yeah but like to be like some people live in like malta it's such a small it's like yeah. the, such a small country and then yeah. your like survival depends on like being in the community being, with yeah outside people like as yeah. people like, in the minis yeah like and the communities are so small so like yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, it's just messed up that yeah, they like no. isolate you away from people and yeah, and just take all your free time for activities and yeah, so yeah, my blessing broke and then after that I was kind of just like okay and then I was struggling with my mental health. But I just decided to try to at least finish my study because mm-hmm. I could do a lot at home. Like okay. didn't have to go out all the time. Yeah. And then I finished my study and then and then I was like, oh, I still struggle with my mental health. And then and then my mom's advice was like champion. So oh, God. <laughs> so yeah, I went to jumping when my blessing the year my blessing broke because I cancelled my studies to take okay. a gap year because I was struggling so much with my mental okay. health. 
uh, and then I continued my study. And then when I graduated, then I then I uh, went to Champion again. And then I saw Champion with a new lens. Like even though they made it more like less hardcore, and a lot of the people, because yeah, because um, the Emanim, the like the shamanistic leader yeah. guru lady it's a good description the shamanistic guru lady yeah, yeah that was yeah. like the leader of champion yeah she got like caught for like giving her husband money from champion like okay money. yeah i heard there was a financial scandal over there yeah something like that yeah because because her husband owned the pine ridge resort okay which, what's what's the pine ridge resort uh it's like some big resort in korea Okay. And we got to go there like during the summer workshop as teenagers. Okay. So we're just at this right. like golf resort. Right. And then yeah. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh yeah, it's her <laughs> husband's resort. That's and the why. money, guess where the money came yeah. from? <laughs> yeah, so I guess it was happening during that time probably because yeah. they're like, Oh yeah, we have to pay for their resort trips for yeah. all the kids. And then they send a bit more I, than supposed yeah, to or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Those are some very expensive resort trips for yeah, you Yeah, because they send all of us. But we yeah. had to pay for it as well. We had yeah, you to, paid for it. And then we pay like 100 that. bucks each or okay. something. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know, we didn't pay 100 bucks. Or like some yeah. something that was a little bit expensive for us okay. young people. Okay. But yeah, so not everybody could go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah. So then... Yeah, I don't know. I just, those people that work in Champion and wonder, like, they're so dependent on the church to yeah. give them wages. Yeah. And then the, the church built apartments next to Champion. So okay. the people who work there live in those apartments, but they're not paying down the apartments so that they get to own them. They're just no. paying rent. Yeah. So, like, they get wages, but then, like, half the money probably goes to goes rent. Goes to the rent. Yeah. And so it's like this, like, yeah cycle the closed system yeah 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 but yeah the the like i don't know the like lectures now they're like talking about like spiritualism and like showing books they're like professors in that like university that they own i don't know like theology professors okay so they're i don't know it was kind of just like oh okay and they would like show books and so i was like wondering like so I was kind of thinking, I don't think these professors are that into the church because mm. they were kind of teaching stuff, which was more like just general, like knowledge. Okay. Anyways, yeah, it was interesting being there. And I had like my anxiety issues while I was there. So it was just a that must have been hard. hell for me. I had to take like sleep medication to be able to fall asleep. And then I had like insomnia almost the whole time. Wow. And I kept on having like heart palpitation problem from sheer exhaustion because you're not allowed to sleep. Yeah. And then I couldn't sleep also. And they only give you like five hours of sleep every day. Yeah. And then I just like get like immense heart pain. I was like, wow, maybe I'm going to get a heart attack while I'm here. <laughs> or something like, yes. I don't know. It was just so exhausting. And uh, yeah. 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 So, so, so how did, how did that sort of like, like, lead to you to you leaving like what what did what did that look like yeah I came back home and then I was like yeah I'm not cured from my health issues 
Champion absolutely didn't cure me. And they actually made me stay there 80 days because they're like, yeah, maybe like if you stay 80 days, then your like health issues will oh my become God. cured. So they said just they just think this like magical thing, wow. like, yeah, just be cured after you do 80 day condition. And then, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I did not get cured. It just okay. got worse. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, I'm like, so, so kids, so that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> just gets worse because <laughs> you actually yeah. need real mental health people or like real mm. like doctors to you heal. Real, yeah. yeah, like evidence based, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, evidence based. Yeah. You need like real stuff, not like yeah. just sitting in a room slapping each other yeah. two hour, two or three hours a day. And then yeah. reading the divine principle and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, so then yeah, it just kind of started seeing I was just yeah, I had to my parents were just making me feel worse. When I came back home, I was living with my parents because I couldn't work. I was too sick. I had too much anxiety issues and stuff. I was graduated and I was supposed to like apply for jobs, but I was no way I was able to do that. And then I was, I felt so stuck because my mom's just every day like bullying me and telling me like, I need to get blessed again. And like, oh, look at me. I'm shameful because I'm getting older and I'm still single. And I don't know, just like all this like (laughs) garbage stuff, just like telling me even more negative stuff to just make my health worse. So then I went to the doctor one day and I was just like, I need help. Like I need help with my mental health issues. And then, yeah. And then I finally got like some help and I got signed to like this health clinic or like, and then they kind of took me in for like anxiety and like eating disorder. Cause I really st- struggled with like eating. I was just so stressed and depressed Mm. I had no appetite, I always felt sick, I could barely sleep, I had like insomnia, just like everything, and then I I decided to go to this clinic to help with that, Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, they, I don't know, they just, they're kind of like, yeah, you have an atypical eating disorder, and like, but yeah, so I got like trauma therapy, EDMR, and like, yeah, yeah it was nice for I'm happy that I got help. Mm. And, and then I chose to stay there because then I didn't have to just stay with my parents, which were mm. just, it was just like hell staying in France. And also my mom has like this hoarding problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's I've, like, met, I've met some people with that. Yeah, I know. Years. I know so many first gen mothers who have hoarding okay. issues. I know like three or four. Actually, the, the the family that I'm thinking of wasn't actually a church member, but it was a friend of mine in high school uh, who had, whose parents were, were hoarders. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it exists outside of the, the cult context too, but I, it's probably magnified through the cult lens. I would, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if it's like, I don't know, this theory like that, the person go fundraising so much and they get like rejected by the outside people because they're just annoying door-to-door sales people and then they like focus instead on like material stuff i don't know maybe it's just mm. my theory i don't know <laughs> yeah and then or like they get emotional attachment to things instead of people, yeah because people are just like rejecting and 
Yeah, it's possible. No idea, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so then I started to, yeah, and I, yeah, I went fundraising as well, by the way, and done. And I thought it was miserable. It was like hell. Hmm. Yeah, it uh, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like the one that was just like, because I was forced to go there by my, this guy I was blessed to. He was oh, like, wow. okay. he was like, I'm not going to be together with you if you don't do that program. So I was like, wow. just, I didn't, I never wanted to go to the program because I already done fundraising as like harp activities. Yeah. And I'm like anxious and like, I, I just hate bothering oh. people. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, you probably don't want this product, but here I am bothering you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. It was like, just, it's like horrible. Like this, wow. like, you don't get that much sleep. You work seven hours. No, seven days a week for like yeah. eight hours or more or something. Yeah. The European one, they don't make you sleep in the van at least and done. Or what, you get like a motel or something? Or Yeah, we actually got, we either stayed in church centers or, church or okay. and once the guy, he was trying to be like nice and make us stay in a nice like kind of place in the Alps. Okay. Uh, so he booked this like nice cabin that he got for cheap which okay. was actually kind of nice that's kind of nice yeah yeah not, that's not bad yeah and we got fresh milk from the people that lived there in the old okay. area which okay. was kind of, it's funny nice. it's like this austrian italian place <laughs> okay nice yeah, kind of nice. interesting nice yeah that was nice but yeah but no but it's dangerous though because i almost got like tricked by some guy into oh. his house some like really creepy guy oh uh and he was like he's like yeah my Oh, uh, I want to show your cards to my grandma. She's upstairs in the bedroom upstairs. Oh, she's really sick. So, like, you have to walk up to her to show her. And then I was like, "You're just so naive in the church." I was just yeah. like, I was just kind of like, for a split moment, I was like, almost like, yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Luckily, oh, and then, God, yeah, it, was, it was really creepy. And then, the, and I was like, no, I, I don't go into people's houses. Like that was my yeah. rule. I yeah, was like, no rule. way. Like, I don't care if it's good a grandma inviting me. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going into people's house. And then he was, was like, just like, afterwards, he was like, he's like, you're not selling stuff. You're actually like a sex worker or something. You're a stripper. Like, he's like, and you don't have to do this anymore. You can just marry me and just stay with oh, me in this house. Oh, <laughs> what the? It's so creepy. Yeah, what? and then... Uh, yeah yeah it was Jesus. disgusting so yeah like this is i just want to make the point like 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 any unification church member who's listening to this yeah this is where you're sending your kids out into yeah to, this is what you're sending your kids out into to foreign country you don't know the language you don't know anything there you're just like you don't even have your passport. i'm i don't know if i even brought my yeah. passport you're just like and you're talking in a foreign language you don't even know you just learned a sentence yeah like you, yeah. you say you care about these kids and, yeah. <laughs> and you're putting them out into this environment no you don't fucking care about them yeah yeah exactly it was dangerous uh, jesus and, yeah that and like yeah some scary moments yeah god that makes that really fucking uh, that really fucking upsets me to think about them doing that to like yeah, to you and to so many other people. Um, yeah, and then when I came back to the group, it was like I told about it. I was like, "Yeah, this guy tried to like trick me in this house, and he also tried to block my way so I couldn't leave." Oh, he was like trying, God. and then yeah. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And then I was kind of like leaning so as if I was gonna jump down. 
from the stairs even though it was a bit high like I was like that was not planned so then he was like okay I can't trap her and then he kind of just let me go yeah yeah so (laughs) really fun experience and I would earn like 200 euros per day which was not even the best okay and then uh take yeah they take everything and you get like five euros to buy a coffee or or lunch the next day yeah so it's like that's like we're like Uh, we're like raised to think that this is like some glorified thing to do (laughs) but it's just like human trafficking like like human labor trafficking like earning we don't get any money and then it's actually illegal to like go selling stuff door to door without a license yeah and we didn't have a license. Yeah. And then also they tell us, like, don't tell them you're associated with church at all. Yes. That's what they all, they did that in America too. If everyone, if anyone asked, say, does it, it's not a religious thing. It's like a world peace summer camp or something like that, that you're raising money from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and the guy I was with, he got caught by the police because we got coupled up sometimes just for security. Yeah. But the the person I would be couple up with would always just leave me in the first second the van left. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. I'm alone again. But yeah. And then, um, yeah, he got caught by the police in Italy. So then, yeah, like we get caught by the police and then they write down our passport information. And like, and our, like our name goes in. It is not us who gets the money. So it's like, yeah. You're taking, you're, you're taking all of the risk yeah. and the church is getting all the reward and not taking any of the risk. Yeah. The, we get the risk is, is, is assumed by you as the individual. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is crazy. Like one guy, Europe, German, European, Austrian guy or something, he got like really like, uh, there was like some criminals in the neighborhood and then he got suspected instead. So they brought him into the police station and like strip searched him and like uh, everything, which is kind of like traumatic for him. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like we get punished. So it's like, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, like you have to be able to make decisions yourself because you're the one that gets the consequence in the end. So it's so ridiculous that in the church, like the parents try to decide who we're going to marry and stuff. But like we're the ones that have to deal with it and yeah. it's our life it's not yeah. the parents life like to all the second gen that's listening no. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you're the one that has to wake up next to the person every day so yeah, yeah like in life uh, yeah i learned like like life you have to make your own decisions you can't let other people control you and you can't just blindly follow something because everybody in the group yeah, things sound maybe it's great. It's like <laughs> there's yeah. so much proof now and evidence that like it was not that great after yeah. all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like like li- really look at like you, you really think this guy is great? Really? 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so much proof now. Like yeah. and I was so happy that you guys were all making podcasts just at that moment where I was leaving mm. and I was struggling so much with my mental health. Mm. Uh and then I remember just when I heard the podcast, my mental health like lifted this burden oh. so much because I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm not the crazy one. Like this, people are talking about all the proof that like, yeah, like why, 
that yeah like what what's happening to us because before that before the podcast and like all these people speaking out there was like nothing it was just like yeah you're possessed by evil spirits and like that's why you're struggling and like there was always this like gaslighting mm-hmm. to, towards you as a person struggling but yeah it was so validating yeah <laughs> thank you um well I'm, uh, I'm delighted to have been a part of that I'm really thank you for sharing that uh that means yeah. a lot to me it means a lot yeah. to me to have been able to to be a part of that mm-hmm. yeah it's so important what you guys are doing like I was so happy and I remember writing to Ren Robo and being so happy like like thank you for telling this stuff and sharing and finally giving like a safe space to talk mm-hmm. about it and because you just I felt so like made crazy by like everybody just telling me like no it's like something wrong with you and like yeah. you're the fault and like it's because you don't believe enough and you don't pray enough and don't do enough conditions that's why you're struggling that's why your blessing broke <laughs> it's like no it's because I just randomly got some guy which didn't fit to me at all and like yeah and because like everything in our life we're not genuinely deciding it yeah. ourselves and deciding what's best for ourselves we're just following like what some leader says or like what somebody else thinks is best for you and like i don't know yeah, yeah. it's just yeah uh, that uh, that's sort of just uh, just such an important point like it's your it's your life it's not your parents life it you know mm-hmm. it's like you have to live with the consequences your parents yeah. don't uh so you should be able to make those choices not mm-hmm. your parents yeah um, exactly yeah i remember seeing this like lady in jumping with this like really like troubled kid and then she was also like so troubled and then and then i was like that kid is like suspiciously very troubled like it doesn't seem like that kid has a very nice time at home mm. and then everybody's just being annoyed at that lady and being like why can't you control your kid because the kid would like run in the room and just start pulling stuff off the desks and like just smashing everything and like messing everything off and jumping but it's like the kids not doing that because it's just not disciplined enough it's doing it because it's trying to like tell everybody like something's not right here it's like uh, like yeah it's trying to like interact with people and it's a product is a product of the environment things yeah and then i guess yeah this lady ended up coming up to me while i was just relaxing and taking a break because i hated how many how much you're just surrounded by people all the time because in cults you're just like you're always always, yeah you never you never have privacy that's that's never privacy yeah Yeah. so i would just feel like any moment i had to just find the most quiet so I was like on this playground which was empty just sitting on the swing and just having some me time and then Mm. this lady came up to me and she's like yeah and she told me like she's from Kyrgyzstan and then she got blessed to a Korean guy and he's a construction worker and she's like she has a master degree and she moved here and after she got blessed him and she had this kid but he was like really abusive and every time he comes home from work he'll like drink and like beat them wow. and stuff 
And then she got, she said like, she got this like OCD thing where she has to wash her hands and she's like really like nervous and anxious all the time and stuff, basically like that. And then I was like, yeah, I was like, that's so horrible. And I was telling, yeah, I was like telling her like, screw the church. You don't have to be with him. Like mm. in Europe, you, you divorce people when they hit you and like, mm. that's not okay. And then, and she was just trying to give me advice. She's like, I guess because my mom had been talking about it a lot mm. that I was in a bad relationship. Maybe the lady heard that, so she came to me. But yeah, anyways, and then she was trying to tell me, like, yeah, you should marry, like, Australian or something. They don't beat their wives. I don't know. <laughs> she was trying to give me some advice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just so sad to see that lady. Yeah. And, like, she's been told by the church to marry this Korean guy because Koreans are ultimate. And yeah. they would say things like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, the scum of the Korean society person, they're still worth more than gold. And like, they're so precious Korean holy race. It was so like, uh, like obvious, like, it's kind of weird because it's like, is they're like worshiping their own like race almost. Yeah, they oh, it is. It's it's like it's like Hitler like. It's it is internal (laughs) racism. White people would do that, and it would be like. Yeah, that's what that's what the that's what the Nazis were. Yeah, so she was like to do with this Korean guy, which was like absolutely not like correct for her, and like yeah, was just having a miserable uh, time. Her kid was completely like so sad to like see. Ah, uh, that's awful. Yeah, that's awful. It is all these things. Yeah, yeah, that uh, opened my eyes, and I'm just like, well, the church is like not for me. And yeah, yeah, and then when your podcast came out, I was like, yeah, definitely now i'm like validated and it lifted my shoulder so much of my mental illness and came off my shoulders and just like i became felt feeling so much better as when i made the decision like mm. yeah this church is like wrong it's abusive it's started by a narcissist all cult leaders are started by some crazy person the narcissist that's just gonna use you and like yeah so I realized that and then I was like yeah there's nothing wrong with me I'm mm. just I have just reacted to all the mental abuse and like yeah like human rights abuse yeah. that I've experienced throughout my life yeah and yeah so yeah it was just so good to hear that and yeah <laughs> It was really good oh, that's great to hear um wow and so what's um so that yeah, it's only happened in the last few years. Uh, mm, just two a, years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and where where are you at now? Like, yeah, yeah. What's what's life like now? If I can ask. Yeah. So yeah, I realized that the church is just completely corrupt and like disgusting. And then I was like, I was like, it's nothing wrong with like loving a person and like drinking and like <laughs> that's just like made up scarcities that we were believed to yeah. swallow so then I kind of just slowly had to like deprogram myself and be like yeah like and then I, I was like yeah I was really lonely I was living in this cheap rental place uh, I get I get like money from the government like really little just to live on mm-hmm. and then because I can't work now I become a lot better over time but yeah I had like PTSD and like yeah 
post-traumatic, yeah, that's PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah. yeah, and like insomnia and like panic attacks and like struggle with agoraphobia, like the fear of leaving your house mm. and like claustrophobia type stuff. And it's all related <laughs> because yeah, my mom, would, yeah, my mom would be like my whole childhood, like, no, don't go outside. And like, oh, there's evil. And Trump, I'm going to tell you, like, there's evil spirits outside. The whole world mm. is filled with evil spirits and they're going to mm. possess you and like, there's so much like fear like ingrained into you mm. and they tell you like you're gonna die if you leave the church and like and like i don't know like your partner's gonna die or something i don't know they yeah. put so much fear to scare you yeah. to not be able to think critically and to not leave the church yeah and then yeah now over time i i realized after and i also yeah after going to like therapy not through the church <laughs> yeah. but like through, through the government <laughs> yeah like government subsidized therapy and yeah and then I got my own place I managed to move out with my parents amazing yeah but, but that was just because I got help because I had like struggles with mental illness okay. like this like not mental illness but like yeah struggled I couldn't work and then uh yes so then that's how i managed to move out and escape and that was during the pandemic kind of anyways when everything shut down so anyways you couldn't go to church and i didn't want to go to church at that time anyways because my mom would just try to match me with random people at church and just make so awkward every time like people who are like 10 years older than me and go to their parents and they like like as if i'm just some like some so I'm like, here, please, somebody, somebody, you don't want to take it. Like this yeah. piece of garbage. I don't know. I was like, yeah, you're a commodity. Anybody? You're a commodity. Yeah, yeah. It's like so disgusting. In the church. Yeah. Like, the, just, but it's yeah. it's interesting. I mean, it's funny. Like, well, I'm just, it just shows the difference in social services between a place like Norway and a place like the US. Like you've been able to get, um, you know, decent mental health care uh, you've been able to f- get help and like finding a place to live like that just mm-hmm. that just doesn't exist in the u.s uh, yeah and, uh, so, so sad yeah yeah i feel like that's maybe why u.s struggling a lot now because you're just like left on the yeah screen. you're just like there's no yeah there's no there's no social yeah there's no social safety net and yeah it's just sad. it's encouraging to hear that there are places that are that, that do have it but equally it's very discouraging to know that there are many people in you know places like the u.s where yeah because then the, all these people who are struggling just get left on the street and you become a lot more like what do i do now like it becomes like life and death situation yeah like things become a lot more intense when you yeah. have no support system. Yeah. And then of course people in the US take more drastic measures to like yeah, they maybe like steal and crime because yeah. they're just trying to survive and there's no like help to be given. I don't know. I guess there's some help I've heard after like I don't know. Some help. Yeah, US, I don't, a yeah, bit. not, not n- nothing, nothing like what you've described, unfortunately. Yeah, know. yes, I feel really lucky to have help. I'm just yeah. so relieved, and then, yeah, uh, yeah and, and they don't force me to like get a job. They're just it's very slowly, and I have a person assigned to me to help me slowly 
yeah into the work field okay. and okay yeah and then I get to kind of choose like you're not thrown into anything okay. you kind of get to choose something that fits to you as a person and your interest but yeah I do kind of like I've been working a lot free now for a company like as like work practice okay but uh, I get my like wages from the government anyways monthly okay Okay. yeah so I do like work practice and then yeah so until I'm healthy enough yeah okay so there's there's like a pathway there's there's a pathway in front of you to to doing that which is great yeah you get like a three-year limit okay can be on this like sick money okay and then after three years you kind of have to apply again or see how sick you still are and stuff okay yeah so now I'm getting close to my three-year limit all right so yeah I've become a lot more like better able to cope with stuff over time I've been healing and deprogramming yeah from like yeah (laughs) my life and Mm. yeah and everything and yeah so wow Mm, yeah so yeah and then I finally decided like to go on like tinder and I was like finally because I saw tinder was like a big thing in Norway okay while I was in university and I saw the people in my class like swiping it like having a lot of fun with it (laughs) and it's kind of like the only dating app that's here which is a big oh really okay yeah which is a big one so so like yeah it's like the only one young people use yeah so yeah and then I finally like tried dating for the first time and it was so like fun to be able to freely choose and yeah. and after like what I want yeah. and like yeah and then just like go on dates and get to know people and yeah and it was just so relieving to just be free and yeah. have my own little apartment and and yeah and yeah but it was sad like because all your friends are in the church and I only had like very few from at least I had some friends from my like high school and stuff which yeah. I could talk to openly because mm. you can't talk to openly with members critically no not at all nope. <laughs> yeah they'll just like gaslight mm-hmm. you and tell you like no you're the fool <laughs> yeah you didn't pray enough <laughs> yeah so yeah it was just nice to and then I got a boyfriend and I'm just so happy nice. and so much better than the relationship I had in church god that's great yeah and then I've been slowly getting like help to get back to work and yeah be able to heal so that's really nice yeah I'm not fully like back into work so I just hope like I will become healthy enough to because the thing the agoraphobia is actually kind of hard to get rid of yeah. Like only a certain percentage actually get better. Okay. So it's kind of a little bit like life altering at yeah. some point. Because it's like every time I go out, I have to deal with my stress. Yeah. It's like the fear of going outside. And I'm always like more on edge when I'm outdoors. Mm. And so my life has been changed. It feels like I have a disability sometimes yeah. that nobody sees. Yeah. And so you get misunderstood a lot. Mm. Um, and it's just because I'm trying to, and there's just so many things I struggle with and like eating in front of people it took so long time until I could comfortably eat mm. in front of people because my parents in, in the church are so like obsessed with like 
eating and like food yeah. and so I just I developed like fear eating in front of people yeah it's understandable yeah and I became yeah. so skinny like I became really underweight and okay. that's also why I got help and okay yeah and now I'm back more into a normal healthy weight okay. and yeah everything okay yeah yeah so wow yeah Jesus. and I know a lot of other Norwegian members who struggle a lot with their mental health as well uh, yeah so I believe it and the worst part is that the Norwegian government subsidizes religious groups with money per member they have mm. and they subsidize the Muni movement because they don't know I guess like wow. corruption and stuff so they're giving money so to they're the giving money to, to fuck us over this, this destructive <laughs> and, organization. and just making us like second gen like struggle mentally and like, yeah and then i know like other people who also are on like government money support like they're not yeah. able to work and the, yeah. like their life has been kind of ruined growing up yeah. in the unis. yeah and so the government is paying them to then create further costs for the government in yeah the future. it's like the yeah. opposite it's like <laughs> they're they're getting like a negative return on that investment it's it's meant to be the other way around yeah so crazy um, giving them money and then uh, they're like messing uh, us up and then we end, uh, up, end up on like poor money yeah uh, yeah it's God. so frustrating that they yeah. don't know like yeah. yeah so i'm happy that in japan they finally make rules yeah and, they're starting things are starting to move over there yeah it's yeah. really relieving yeah. and yeah and i was kind of thinking like wow japan it's so messed up i was kind of thinking something might like happen or like i was wondering how it's keep on going like that because they abuse the japanese members so much more they yeah ask for so much more money than yeah other so like racism discrimination yeah. and like like people are like oh i don't want to get blessed a japanese person because it's so expensive to liberate answers oh uh, like, wow okay like i haven't racism. heard that one i haven't heard that one before oh yeah okay wow yeah. Okay. I've heard that before. Jesus. I have not. That's a new one for me. And also, when I was in Champyong last time, my mom would walk around asking a lot of the single guys if they were interested in me and like matching and stuff. Wow. She just asked okay. like anybody that she felt was she liked. I don't know. And then, um, especially French people, because she <laughs> loves French. Oh, she... She's French herself. God. Uh, anyways, uh, or just okay. anybody who's like yeah she liked and then they would be like rejecting they would say like no she's been blessed before like kind of yeah. like no she's not a yeah it's anymore. like you're you're tainted you're yeah tainted. i'm a tainted like yeah. garbage human yeah. which was yeah. so like it's messed so up. so demeaning it's so dumb it's like their only value is that it's like yeah <laughs> these are these awkward virgin boys who are going around yeah. being like i'm so holy yeah. it's so kind of funny i tell that to my boyfriend i'm like yeah they're going around and feeling like really proud of themselves because they're so holy and virgin <laughs> and then being like no no she's too tainted and like gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. and then my boyfriend was like what <laughs> like the one that's my boyfriend's outside the church he's yeah. not in the church yeah <laughs> and then yeah and it's just so funny how reversed everything in this mm. so i was so relieved when i was dating that it was not like that yeah and then mm. yeah it's like opposite it's like That's... they kind of want you to have experience yeah they don't want you to be this like 
awkward yeah uh, yeah exactly person <laughs> so it's exactly. like yeah I don't know. it's just like it's, they want you to have life experience and like mm. like especially when you're a certain age like yeah. when you're 28 like yeah. i'm i am like you're like supposed to like <laughs> i don't yeah. know but like yeah it's so weird in the church and it was yeah. so like my mom would come and tell me that and then i was like oh wow like you come and tell me this to like shame me and like i don't know it's just yeah. my mom would like walk around champion and be like she every now and then she'd get annoyed at she like have this like sometimes she's like positive really positive about church and sometimes mm-hmm. she'd be annoyed so she'd say like complaints so i grew up with like where you could say negative stuff because my mom would sometimes complain about church at least because some other families like you couldn't say anything negative yeah. It's yeah. like it's like sipped, like yeah. you're just like walking around with like a fake robotic smile, like yeah, everything's perfect all the time, like nothing bad's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So my mom would like be in champion and be like, I don't understand why God would choose Korean race. Like the Europeans are much more prepared. And they're like, it's like the French have suffered so much during the war, and like we're way more prepared than you guys. And like I don't know, <laughs> and being like Jesus is actually uh, like his lineage is in Europe, not in Korea, kind of mm, like that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Every now and then she get like annoyed at the Koreans. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny when cause sometimes first gens kind of like break their character because they haven't yeah. been raised in the movement. Yeah. So sometimes they'll get annoyed. And then a lot yeah. of those first gens somehow came up to me sometimes and were like, like breaking their character and being like yeah i don't know i just she was like one of the first missionaries and then she talked to me and she's like yeah i don't know i did all these things and now i'm just sitting and i'm just like my relationship is kind of like uh, with my husband Mm. and i just sit and watch hallmark movies all the time (laughs) and like and like i don't know just like sit on the sofa and just like kind of just like your life turned into that i guess that's, like yeah. i mean that's no i yeah, that's like i was like oh nice at least you're <laughs> relaxing and, and like <laughs> like my parents a lot of the time they're just like reading in the game like yeah church stuff yeah, all it's the time. better it is but i was i was thinking like for a lot of parents that's the alternative is just like yeah reading the divine principle or reading <laughs> yeah this fucking autobiography or something so at least this woman has something that's not that in her life yeah, and they would even advertise this guy in the Philippines, and he, he was like, yeah, I did this condition, and I read this and this much. He, like, read so much about in principle. Yeah. And then apparently he won the lottery, or, like, he won some money. Okay. Not that much, maybe, like, a thousand bucks. Okay. And then he was like, yeah, it's because I read so much. And, like, oh, so they're, like, God. they they'd make this thing, like, yeah, the more yeah. you read, the more you're probably yeah. chances of winning and yeah. money or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so then the first gen members were like okay we have to read like because they don't have money none of the first chance have money so dumb yeah um i think we should start wrapping up over here it's uh i need to i need to i need to get to bed soon Um, yeah it's getting late yeah it's it's getting late but um is there is there is there anything you want to wrap up with or any any was there anything you want to plug uh or anything you want to wrap up with yeah, I don't know. I think I talked about it a lot. I felt like I had so much to say. You did. It <laughs> like was a, great. Like endlessly. So yeah, now in Champion, they're just spending all your money, the donated money from members. They're just spending it on 
like building museums and like stuff, more buildings in Champyong. Yeah. Because they get so many gifts from like world leaders that they put in the palace. And then they give tours and you'll see all the gifts. This one's given from this president and this one's given from this world leader. Wow. So that's kind of an interesting thing. That's interesting. I'd love to, maybe online, there might be a place that gives you like a, a list of what all those. But they strictly forbid were. you that you're absolutely not allowed to take pictures in there. Oh, really? In, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's in interesting. The, yeah. Yeah. So you're not allowed to take pictures. And then they have like, like gifts from North Korean leader and like from like Brazilian president, like some, some like crystal, like parrot and like okay. all these like wow. really expensive I'd love hand to know carved things. What's in there? That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I took pictures, but then my phone got full of storage because I took pictures anyways <laughs> a lot. I have a lot of okay. pictures, anyways, and then my phone. But yeah, but they're building this really big public museum, this huge museum, okay. and they're okay. hiring these famous architects and they're bragging about it that yeah top architects and, and they're making all this like 3d art stuff like technology okay. stuff okay and then that one new museum that they're building that they're asking a lot of donations for lately mm. they're just going to put all those stuff that they got from world leaders and then show it off and be like look how great we are yeah like world leaders are giving us the cult a lot of gifts mm. <laughs> and yeah. like, i don't know it's just yeah that's where all the money is going that's where and, it's going that's what all that suffering is for yeah and apparently hakchan has some like korean lady that works for her almost full time all day long making food for her in her palace mm. and gets kind of like poorly paid or something I believe um, it. Yeah. that's what some girls told me yeah 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 and uh yeah so the memories really like work all the time yeah yeah Yeah. so many layers so many layers are getting screwed yeah Um, exactly yeah yeah but yeah so other than that i think i've covered everything okay (laughs) believe it um cool thank you yeah i felt i'll talk so much (laughs) yeah yeah we we could we could keep going yeah we definitely could keep going um oh yeah i think i covered everything Okay. I'm happy I could share my heart and my experience as a European second gen. And yeah. Yeah. I'm and, uh, really happy that you um that you decided to come on the show. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, thank I'm you gonna... for making this podcast. <laughs> no worries. My pleasure. Um yeah, I wonder... a lot of work sometimes. <laughs> it, sometimes it is. Yeah. yeah. You uh, have a job but... on the side as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a full time oh, job. This is, oh, no. this is this is a this is a side gig for me. It's a hobby. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna press stop recording now, but we'll, we'll keep the session open. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There we have it. The one thing I'm grateful for after listening to this is the fact that Lillian lives in a country that actually has some sort of mechanism to offer support to people who have lived through this shit. It may not be perfect, but it is better than many countries, particularly the U.S. where I come from, where there ain't no care for shit. Um, 
let alone something as complex as the issues that arise when you grow up in a cult like this. So that's one positive. Second positive is Lillian getting out. Fuck yes, Lillian. And fuck yes for speaking your truth and coming on this show. I know it wasn't easy, but I think your story will resonate with a lot of people. And I also want to say that Lillian offered a lot more voice notes that didn't actually make it into this cut. They will probably feature in future episodes, um, diving into some specific issues that uh, I won't address here. But I think you'll be hearing from Lillian again in the future. So we got a few positives there. Fuck yes, team. Now let's talk about the negatives. Um, for anyone from the Unification Church who is listening, um, I would like to point out the fact that one of your supposedly precious, blessed children over the course of these two episodes has outlined how their involvement with your so-called religion has directly negatively impacted their sleeping, their eating, their ability to leave the house, and their ability to work. These are some pretty basic fundamental parts of being a human, and growing up in this environment has interrupted, maybe even destroyed, these very basic human functions. And we haven't even talked about sex yet. And if you've been around this long in the podcast, you know that that is an issue that has been affected. So congratulations, Moonies. Your environment fucks up everything that there is to be a human. Um, fucking congrats. Are, are, are you proud of that record? Put that in your calculus about the supposed good that you think you do in the world. Thank you again to Lillian for getting involved. And everyone... I hope to see you next time. Please take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Peace.